joining me on another episode of the Today Podcast. If this is your first time listening, my name is Madeline Camp and I'm the host of the Today Podcast. We are on episode 91, which I am so excited about and just so grateful for you all who have been listening for the past 91 weeks of the podcast. I'm excited to keep putting out content for y'all and I've been really excited to talk with some new people this year. So we have been talking with women in business, but I'm not keeping this series specific to just women in business. So we will have a couple of men sprinkled in and out here and there. Um, I'm, I'm going to bring y'all 24 of those episodes this year. So I think we've had three or four maybe already. So recapping a little bit, we started out the first episode of the year with Aaliyah Hunt, who is young and thriving in her photography business as well as her Monet business. So she sells hair care products also. Um, and her story is really cool and how she just wanted to be able to provide um, Disney for her family. as And that was her wife to, to provide that extra or to gain that extra stream of income for her family. Um, and then on the second week of January, I talked with Gracie Barnhill. And Gracie is a very young EXP agent. And she is involved in some leadership opportunities with EXP as well as the Young and Hungry Under 30 Young Professionals group that we have. And so it was fun to talk with her. Then I spoke with Stephanie Scotch, who is an Optavia coach. And so she talked about her journey with her health and really gave us insight to how she maintains that now and then is able to bring that to other women. Then I had a quick little break and we talked about Breckenridge a little bit. And then last week, y'all heard from Jasmine Kemp. Jasmine is another EXP agent and I love that she described herself as a corporate drop dropout. So she was in the corporate accounting world for many years before she has started her on business within real estate and she is totally thriving and so much fun to follow along with on social media. So that's what you've heard from the Today podcast this year. And I have a episode today where I really just wanted to catch y'all up on what's going on, what's going on wedding wise and things like that. But then I also had a little message that I wanted to share with y'all of a realization that I've kind of had recently in life. And I think that it is going to be very relatable to young women and men that may be listening to this. But also, if you're someone who is older and you're needing to take a step through a new door or direction, I think that it could be really encouraging for you. So um, first off, I'm going to start off by just updating y'all what's been going on. So let me think back here for a second on the last wedding episode that I did was back in December. So I chatted there about, um, we've talked about all the vendors being looked or being looked, being booked. Um, and then how it's kind of been like an in-between stage of like all the big things are booked. Now, what do we really do wedding wise? Well, let me just tell you, we are, yesterday we were five weeks out from the wedding. And so it has picked up y'all. We are, I'm busier than I feel like I've ever been with small little details. So 
I have done all the wedding planning myself. I mean, with the help of my parents and Jacob and his parents, like we're doing it all ourselves. I don't have a wedding planner. I have a wedding coordinator. Um, but so I have been just doing all the small little details and that has been so fun. Something I love about weddings is when people make them super personable to who they are. And people have told me over and over again. And so if you are a bride and you're listening this to this, I want you to hear this do your own thing. Like it doesn't have to be the cut and dry thing that everyone else does. Just because it's what you've seen at the past 10 weddings that you've been to doesn't mean that it's something that you have to do for yourself. And that was hard for me at the beginning. Sometimes it's hard to break the mold or kind of go out and do different things and change change up so-called tradition of what people typically do at their wedding. But now that we are nearing time and I've had to actually nail down specific decisions I am excited about a couple of things that we're doing that are non-traditional and also just adding in small little touches of Jacob and I throughout the day and throughout the reception or the ceremony that are important to us, but also just show a little bit more of who we are and the things that we love and enjoy. Um, By now, I haven't posted any small details and I'm not going to post anything. I'm I'm like hoarding up all of these TikTok videos of unboxings and me showing all of these things that we're getting in for the wedding. So special touches on napkins and like what our clear cups and koozies look like. So all of those things have come in and then like wedding signs have come in. Um, God, we're getting, I feel like a package or five a day. Um, Like our wedding book. I'm trying to think of some things that come in this week. Our wedding book our, which I'll go ahead and tell you where I got that. That came from Papier, Papier, um, really, really cute website. I actually saw someone tagging on, on social media or I saw an ad for it. So I ended up ordering, ordering from there. I designed both our rehearsal dinner and our wedding sign. So I had those printed, printed from a local print shop and I just did that on Canva. I took our theme obviously and just, made it myself and it was super fun and very easy to do. And I feel like that's a great way to save money. If you are a bride is get creative on Canva, play around. It's not that hard and then have things sent to a local print shop. I know you can also order through Canva, but that can kind of get expensive. So if you are trying to save money in some little areas, then that's an easy way to save so I had our signs printed and then our wedding invitations went out a couple weeks ago now, I guess. And that was really fun for me to go through the whole design period with the girl who did them and truly just pick out every single detail and have her change the things that I want. And she put it together so beautifully. And I'm not sure if I shared on the last episode, but Grace Grote did those for me, and um, I can tag her social media below if you're needing any kind of stationery. Um, and then our cups came in, and our koozies came in, and our koozies for rehearsal dinner came in. Um, I've ordered more napkins, I think. I am currently on the look. So I had, I thought I had a rehearsal dinner dress. Well, it came in. I'm not sure I'm as in love with it as I thought I would based on what it looked like online. So I'm trying to decide if I'm going to wear that for maybe something else and then 
get a new rehearsal dinner dress. I don't know. Can't decide there. So I need to really get on looking for one of those. Um, I can't really find something that I'm just in love with. I found a couple things on Revolve. Um, the, the original dress that I ordered came from Yellow the Label and they just have the cutest stuff. I also ordered a couple things from there for honeymoon outfits. And so I ordered the dress from there. It came in, y'all. It I cannot, I cannot even express to you, y'all. It had to have been. It looked like it was a 3T, a child size. Y'all, that was the tiniest thing. I ordered my normal size. The tiniest thing I've ever seen in my life would not even go on me. I was like, what is this sizing? So I went on the website to just see if the reviews said that it ran smaller, things like that. Not really. And the models on the website, it, you know how it tells their height and then their size? It said this girl was 5'10", and she wore an extra small. And I was like, listen, there's absolutely no way. I really do think that they there was some kind of manufacturing issue with this dress, y'all, that I got in the mail because it did not fit. So I sent it back. And their, their customer service is great, though. I got another one very quickly. So I just ordered up. And I'll tag all that stuff once I wear it. I'm not showing any of that stuff beforehand. Just like I'm not showing the koozies and napkins and things like that. Um, Y'all will all see that when the time comes after the wedding. I feel like I'm going to have so much content for y'all. Um, In the moment, I thought that in this season of engagement, I would have a lot of content to share with y'all on social media. But... Not that I'm trying to gatekeep, but I'm not going to share every single thing that I have already because then there's no element of surprise for people who are coming to the wedding. So all of that is just going to have to wait till after. And I'm okay with that. That'll give me time to slowly post content afterwards and give me a lot there. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Oh, y'all, this is the reality of it. That timer right there was my is my sourdough timer. So I am on the sourdough train right now. So my bread is currently proofing and I have 30 more minutes before I can bake. So that's what that was. But um, lots of gifts coming in, which we're so grateful for. And my bridesmaid's pajamas came in. My mother of the bride and groom pajamas came in. Little things like that. I had mostly ordered all of our flat lay items at the beginning of our engagement. So I've had all that stuff in for a very long time. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I know that we have a big order on Amazon of small things that just need to be ordered that are in our cart. And, and so that is going to get done this week, but it's trucking along y'all. And let's see, we went Friday to our venue to see where we're going to bury the bourbon. So we, if you don't know, it's an old Southern tradition to bury a bottle of bourbon upside down a month out from your wedding. So Friday, this coming Friday will be a month out. So we'll go to our venue, bury the bourbon, and then it'll be, I'm just so excited for the pictures and I think it's going to be so fun. We will dig that up on the wedding day and it's supposed to yield good weather. That's the purpose of it. So we will be doing that soon. We have a wedding to go to this weekend. And that is in Birmingham. And then Jacob's bachelor trip is coming up. He's doing that the first weekend in March. And we went furniture shopping yesterday, which was really fun. We have a lot of things um, from 
just both being in college, like have guest room furniture and things like that. We are looking to get new master bedroom stuff, obviously. Um, and then like a couch and some small and some, and then like a lot of decor type items, which I'm excited to buy once we actually get moved in and I can see what I need based off of like what I already have and things that I'm bringing. So I'm I'm probably most excited for decorating, honestly. I posted yesterday that I cannot wait to bring y'all all the house content. So we'll have to get on here and we'll catch up about all that once the time comes. But for now, like I said, we're in the thick of wedding planning. Still a couple more things to do. I've just, at this point, we finished marriage counseling, which was really great. Um, we, in our pastor, we worked with him on getting the outline of the ceremony. And then we met with our musician who's going to be handling ceremony music and her and the pastor kind of get together on knowing like the layout and things like that. And then I touched base with, or I met with my coordinator and then I touched base with all my vendors to get arrival times for them and figure out what time everyone was going to be there so she would know. And I'm just trying to set a lot of things up beforehand because I don't want it to be the week before the wedding and I'm like trying to do all this stuff. So I'm trying to get as much done as I can out front just because I know that it'll be here before I know it and it's going to be and there's just going to be so many last minute things to do that I'm also not going to want to be doing those things. So that's kind of where I am right now. But I hope I've been good, been doing good. I have recently embarked on a, in the midst of things, I mean, why not throw something else in, right? I have moved my personal training business to a new company called Body and I am, this is an opportunity that I said no to for five years, y'all. It is something that this, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but and Erin Hopkins has actually been on my podcast. So y'all go check out that episode if you've never heard it before. But she is now my new mentor and she is the the coach that I'm with with body. And I this group of women and the accountability that this group in general is just offering is so incredible. Um, I think that's something that in the stage of life that I feel like I'm in, and I'm sure a lot of y'all are also in, it can be tough to feel like you have accountability and community. And that's what this is offering. And outside of that, it's not it's not a negative community to be a part of. It's something that's super positive. It's something that is uplifting and and I mean, at the end of the day, we are pushing each other to be better in our fitness and nutrition, which guides the rest of your life in a lot of different aspects. Um, if you're not showing up every single day and being the best version of yourself, then how can you expect other people to show up and be the best version of their self? But if you show up and take care of your body and through your fitness and nutrition, then you're going to show up a better mom. You're going to show up a better friend. You're going to show up a better coworker, boss, um, daughter, whatever role that you play in life. You're going to be better at because you take care of yourself first. And I think that that goes along with the Today podcast so well in that taking care of ourselves today is going to yield a great tomorrow and just keeping that on the forefront of your mind and just knowing that you know 
oftentimes, and I think women probably feel like they get in this trap of taking care of everyone around them. You know, you have that mother, that motherly nature about you where you need to make sure your children's mouths are fed and you need to make sure that everyone's clothes are ironed and they're taking all their practices and all of these things or making sure that you're taking care of your employees, like whatever it is. But if you don't take care of yourself first, then your cup is going to be so empty. And one major thing that I feel like I hear from a lot of women is that I don't have time. And I'm not going to get off on a tangent here, but you you have time for the things that you make time for. And so taking 30 minutes in the morning to take care of yourself is going to produce is going to make you more productive throughout the day, is going to produce better energy throughout the day so that you don't hit that wall, is going to make you able to show up better as a mother and play with your kids and you're not exhausted all the time. It's going to make you more productive at your job, you know, getting up in the morning and and knocking your workout out before you go to work. You've accomplished one of the hardest things that you're going to do today right off the bat, which I just think is incredible. I am not someone who always works out in the morning. Sometimes I do it in the afternoon and that's what works best for me. Um, But at the busiest times in my life, the morning is when I'm able to do my workout. And so if you are someone who feels like, oh, I don't have any time, I would recommend, and something that works for me, is taking a look at your day, actually taking a look at your week on a Sunday, and you you schedule those workouts in. And I'm, all it takes is 30 minutes. Um, there are so many great workouts that we are able to offer for for people who are just so busy and in whatever stage of life. Um, there's no commute time to the gym. There's little to no equipment based off of what you need. Um, and so that that has been incredible for me, helped me to show up. I was, after college, I kind of stopped seeing the results that I wanted to see. Um, you just get, if I'm being honest, in the routine of life and it, and it doesn't become as much of a priority as it does in college. And so um, this has yielded me results that I haven't seen in a long time. So that's really encouraging. I'm feeling great. I think it's the way that you feel more than the way that you look a lot of times. Like if you can feel great about yourself, I always think that working out makes me stronger. You feel stronger. You hold your shoulders up higher. You you look like a person who is confident. I just think that it allows, it opens so many doors in your life for confidence. And um, I always try to remember, people want to be around strong people. So you be that strong person in someone else's life. Um, and for the people around you, like people are gravitated towards strong people. So you be that person. Um but that was something that I wanted to share on today's podcast is how I moved my personal training to that company. And I'm really, really excited about the opportunity there. So if you are someone who's looking to dive into fitness and nutrition, then let's let's chat about that. Um, but what was really on my mind that I mentioned at the beginning was something that I kind of wanted to close on. And that is talking about making decisions. And... Decisions are hard, right? We go through life and 
I can't remember the exact number of decisions that we make in a day, but it is astronomical. You know, you're making the decision to talk and what words to choose right now. You're making a decision on what clothes you're wearing and and to brush your teeth or not to brush your teeth, which I hope y'all are all brushing your teeth. <laughs> um, what to have for dinner, what to say to this person, um, whether to pick up your phone or to go outside. Like there's just a million decisions a day. And those are just a couple that stand out to me right now. But um, all of those are decisions that we make. And so those are more, those are oftentimes easier decisions than and then we have harder decisions. So what job should we take? Should we quit our job and move to a different job? Where are we going to live? Um, things like that. Those are harder decisions. Those are a couple that just came to mind right now. And I am someone who sometimes struggles to get to that decision-making point. So I love, I mean, especially when you have a lot of options. So in my past, um, or recently, I've seen where I've been trying to be more decisive. And I don't know if the indecisiveness comes from fear of making a decision or if it comes from fear of making the wrong decision or not knowing where the next decision is going to lead. You know, trying to figure out too many steps in advance, maybe. Um, but something that was so beautiful was revealed to me that last Sunday at church. And it kind of just came and I shared it with Jacob's pastor's wife was a lot of times I feel like the Lord is, he does give us a lot of decisions, right? And there may be five open doors in front of you and you don't know which one to, to step through. I know I felt like that in my life recently is there's a lot of open doors. You know, the at the at the beginning of new chapters, there are a lot of open doors. You know, I'm stepping into this season of marriage and what does that look like career-wise? What does that look like housing-wise and where you're going to live city-wise and, and things like that. There are so many open doors and so many opportunities, which I never want to get bogged down by the just the abundance of opportunity that the Lord places in front of us. And I'm so grateful for that. But it can be wearing on you when you are someone who is indecisive. So what I've kind of figured out is just, and this is going to sound really simple, y'all, make the first decision. Because once the first decision is made, then I believe that allows the Lord to then more or better direct you where you should go. And I'm not saying make the be the first decision blindly. Prayerfully make this decision and make the best decision that you can. The one that you feel like is is the direction that the Lord's pulling you in. But um, sometimes we're waiting on the Lord to shut all four doors and leave one open. And that's not going to happen a lot of times. And so if all four, five doors are standing open in front of you, we got to take a first step. Okay. So let's just say, for example... We take the first step of deciding, okay, we're going to stay with our career. We're going to stay in the town that we're living in, or we're just going to stay with the career that we're staying with, right? We're not going to move careers um, in this season of life, okay? Well, you step through that door. Then that kind of answers your question of, if you're staying in that career, then this is the location that you're also staying in, okay? Now, the only issue that may be there, and I'm kind of using my life as an example right now. Um, is housing. 
Okay, and that allows the Lord to then open more doors for you and lead you into the direction and onto his path more when you take that first step. So I think a lot of times he's waiting for us to take action in that area and he's calling us to take action. And, you know, if you step through that first door and it's a wrong one, that second door may still be open. Um, And so... And who's to say that just because you step through the threshold doesn't mean that you can't walk back out and that door can be shut. Um, So a lot of times in our lives as young adults, I feel that we think that decisions are more permanent than they actually are. And so just a reminder today, take action where you are, take that first step prayerfully, and then allow the Lord to then mold you into the path his path that he wants you on. Um, but it does take action first a lot of times and no decision is permanent. They are, well, um, there probably are, there are definitely some permanent decisions out there, but the majority of decisions that we're making as young adults, they're not permanent. And so what you move away for six months and you're incredibly homesick and you don't enjoy where you're living You did it and you can say you did it, but you could always come home. So like there's always just taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture too is very important. So I wanted to wrap the podcast up with that. Take that action. Know that the Lord is going to lead and guide you on the path that he wants you on. You just have to have faith in that and be be very prayerful in that. Um, And don't don't rush into anything but at the end of the day a lot of times decisions need to be made for action to happen so make those make those good decisions and know that nothing is too permanent you can always come home and um yeah uh, it was great chatting with y'all today. I really had that on my heart to share. And it was something, like I said, that I shared last weekend with my pastor or my Jacob's pastor's wife. So I wanted to jump on and share it with y'all also at the end of this episode. I hope y'all are having a great week whenever you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, y'all stay tuned in for next week for another episode on the Today Podcast Um, If you'll leave a review, that is very helpful to me, as well as subscribe to the podcast, share this episode with a friend of someone who you might think needs to hear this, and we will chat next week.